Welcome to Season 1, Episode 8 of the Home Healthcare Today Show. I'm your host, Dr. Clemon Moore. It's National Nurses Month, and this episode, we have the honor of having Dr. Gonzalo Gonzalez join our show. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Gonzalo Gonzalez. Dr. Gonzalez is an advanced practice provider and medical scientific professional collaborator. He holds that doctorate of nursing practice from the University of Michigan. His doctoral research was focused on pediatric diabetes. He's a certified advanced practice nurse practitioner with five plus years of professional clinical experience and three plus years of clinical research experience. He currently operates as the team leader of a division of over five infection prevention and control professionals for the Center for Disease Control Foundation in response to COVID-19. He's responsible for infection control oversight, guidance and safety of large, medium, and small healthcare providing facilities here in Detroit. Dr. Gonzalez, welcome to our show. Dr. Moore, thank you so much for having me, sir. It's a pleasure to be on here and uh, connect with your audience. And um, yeah, first of all, congrats on on this show and uh, thank you. pleasure speaking with you. I really look forward to the conversation today. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Gonzalo. So let's just go in a little bit about yourself. You know, for starters, I know that you you grew up in Detroit, right? Uh, we talked a little bit about that in some of our earlier conversations. Uh, but tell us about growing up in Detroit. Um, your expertise, you know, your your passion, your passion for Detroit patients and families and even public health. Yes, sir. So um, my father actually grew up in southwest Detroit, uh, in Mexican town. So I spent a <laughs> lot of time growing up out there, um, going to, you know, eating great food out there and, um, and just enjoying southwest. Mm -hmm. And um, always just really love uh, the people of, De of Detroit. Uh, mm -hmm. The people of Detroit have always been, I've embodied, you know, envision them as being very resilient yes. and uh and strong-minded and um uh, just so diverse and i started my career at the university of michigan hospital um, a large academic research hospital and that's really where i got to um, develop my love for nursing my passion for nursing and serving yes. patients but i always knew i, I wanted something more um, yes. and so I, I always knew i wanted to go back and serve the people of Detroit in a public health capacity. Yes. And so I, I pivoted to, to public health with the city of Detroit health department. Yeah. And, um, I've honestly never looked back. It's been a, it's been a blessing and I love it because I get to connect with not just a single patient, you know, when I'm in the hospital, yes. but you get to connect with the community, the community and yes. you get to see, you really get to see, um, most importantly, Dr. Moore, where your patients are coming from, the, yes. the communities that they're growing up in, the schools that they're attending, the homes that they're that they're um, growing up in, mm -hmm. which plays, as you know, such a foundational uh, and has such a profound impact in their upbringing. It sure does. And so that experience, coupled with my experience mm -hmm. in the inpatient side, yes. has been truly a blessing. 
to combine both of those worlds, it makes me more complete clinician. It makes me more cl- mm-hmm. complete nurse. Yes. And it's, it's made me just a more stronger individual learning their stories. So that's, that's my passion. And like you said, my yes. research, my focus really is in pediatrics and um, yeah, as well as the diabetes space. And that's something I'm very passionate about and, and worked um, uh, with a large hospital health system here in developing a clinical tool to help transition uh, pediatric patients yes. from uh, that have type one diabetes from pediatric care to adult care. Yes, and so we built a um, a a tool in their electronic medical record that the providers, the nurses, the nurse practitioners, the PAs can use to track um, those patients's mm. progression cool. and make sure that they're ready to transition effectively into adult care where it's more hands off. Absolutely, absolutely. This is wonderful, wonderful stuff, Gonzalo. And you know, I feel your passion. I feel the energy. You know, for the youth. You know, uh, being able to relate and connect uh, by growing up on the southwest side. You know, I grew up not too far from you on the northwest side, so I, I thoroughly get that that west side Detroit. You know. And then you've, you know, as you said, the clinical tool that helps to track their clinical progress uh, through adolescence, through adulthood. And let's talk about that a little bit more, Gonzalo. As we think about kids, you know, uh, they face obstacles, you know, obstacles in Detroit, right? And we've been able to mitigate a lot of those, you know, we've uh, strengthened our uh, education system. You know, as of late, uh, a lot of more focus from the city of Detroit on parks and youth activities. So we see great stuff happening in the, in the beautiful city of Detroit. As we think about kids, though, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, your path as a kid saying, I want to be a nurse, let alone I want to be a doctorate. You know, I want to get a doctorate degree uh, in nursing. Uh, what about kids? You know, talk about some of those obstacles and challenges you faced, how you overcame them, and then how can we encourage and inspire some of the youth to consider careers in the in the health field here in Detroit? I love this question, uh-huh. and uh, I, you know, when you sent me this question, I was given this one particular lot of thought, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah. I can honestly say um, what did it for me, um, and you know, I'm, I come from, uh, uh, you know, I'm Mexican American proud Mexican-American, and we're not really represented in STEM, sure. science, technology, engineering, uh, and, and, and medicine. Yes. Um, so what, what did it for me, Dr. Moore, was I had a really passionate um, high school biology teacher, uh-huh. and she really instilled in me a love of science. That was my freshman year uh, in, in high school. And... I just love learning about the human body. I love learning the science. I'm a science geek. <laughs> okay. uh, yes. And so learning as much as I could was just, for me, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I started learning more about, well, you know, what could I do with this? Where can I, where can I go with a biology degree yes. if I decide to pursue this in, in college, which I eventually did. Mm-hmm. And initially, what I wanted to do before becoming an advanced practice nurse, was actually wanted to become a scientist. Okay. <laughs> I actually yeah, wanted to uh, uh-huh. potentially pursue a PhD and uh, go into research, but I quickly learned that um, that wasn't me. I okay. needed, I was missing something. Okay. 
And what I was missing was that clinical piece that I later found out. And so let me take a step back and give sure. a shout out to my mother. Hey, hey. Yes, sir. <laughs> my mother yeah. is a proud nurse uh, at the University of Michigan Hospital. She's Wonderful. been there for over 30 years, and she works in the neonatal intensive care unit. And she mm -hmm. was the one, she was like, you know, why don't you consider a career path to nursing? I, at first, I thought, you know, I said, I said, Mom, I don't know about that. You know, yes. I don't know if that's, if that's right for me. But what she told me, and I didn't realize at the time, was you can do anything with that degree anything and now right. i'm learning I'm, I'm 30 years old going to be 31 here in september i've yep. learned that this degree has opened up so many doors dr moore yes in terms of you can do so much you can go into academia yep certainly clinical practice work yes. in public health like i do wonderful uh, yes. uh work in government work in the pharmaceutical industry mm -hmm. um the, the the really the possibilities are endless yes and so um what i would say to uh younger detroiters out there who may be interested in pursuing a career in science or medicine or nursing or pharmacy or what have you, um, it only takes just one person. It only takes just one person to really, um, a mentor. You just find that mentor, find somebody who's passionate about what they do, mm -hmm. and then that mentor could be your mentor throughout the rest of your life and really kickstart, um, you know, potentially, uh, a bunch of opportunities down the line. You never know. <laughs> Absolutely, Gonzalo. And I'm glad to hear you say with that degree, you know, you could do anything. You could take that path in academics. And when it, it comes to that science teacher that was a great mentor and inspiration for you, you know, your mom being a great, you know, focal point and uh, leader in your life and inspired you, you know, I could see you teaching I can see you teaching at some point since you mentioned academia. Thank you. Yep, I can see you teaching some of the youth out there here in Detroit. So uh, you all heard it, kids. Keep loving STEM, love science, you know, dive deep into it. You know, we need you here in the city. The state of Michigan needs you. And uh, healthcare is still one of the fastest growing fields next to, Absolutely. you know, next to technology. Health is the fastest growing. So, yes, yes, yes indeed. So as we think about nursing uh, in the public health space and we're trying to encourage the youth during National Nurses Month or not even you for some of those frontline workers who uh, are going to take full advantage of uh, the stimulus program at community colleges to return for education. Absolutely. What would you say the top five or if it's not five off the top of your head, maybe three or four? Uh, what would be the advantages, Gonzalo, of pursuing a career in public health right here in Detroit? Absolutely. This yeah. is I love this question, too. <laughs> yeah. um, there are a ton of, uh, of advantages. And the ones I want to particularly highlight is um, kind of what we've already, uh, Dr. Moore and I have already been discussing, which is engaging with the community. Um, public health is a wonderful uh, platform to really get out. Uh, and engage with the community, engage with patients, meet them where they're coming from, at their, uh, where, see where they're growing up, with the homes that they're being raised in, the communities. That's how you get to really learn, learn more about somebody. Yep. It's one thing, like I said, taking care of a patient in the clinical setting, you don't know that story. Nope. You might not get that, that, other, that other critical um, you know, element to their life, their upbringing which shapes that individual. Yes. So really, um, public health engage, allows you to engage with the community. Number two, 
it allows you to collaborate with so many interesting yes. people. Uh -huh. I can't tell you how many interesting people I've met in just three years of time working here in the city, of the, the wonderful city of Detroit. Um, we work with so many great people like, you know, partners like Dr. Moore here. Uh, so many wonderful community agencies doing God's works, yes, truly, um, that are just incredible. I learned so much from them. Um, I learned so much from my team. My yes. team is, I, I got to get a shout out to my team. <laughs> there you go. They are the yep. hardest working uh, people I know on my long-term care facility team. Um, my colleagues from the CDC Foundation that assist the Detroit Health Department and my other extended Detroit Health Department colleagues and the, the Aero staff that we've uh, that the Detroit Health Department has partnered with as well. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we also, because we're blessed here in the city, um, as you know, Dr. Moore, yeah. we have a number of world-renowned academic medical sure centers. Yes, we do. DMC, Henry Ford, Beaumont. We are, I mean, we are absolutely blessed. Wayne State University Medical School, uh, the pharmacy school. You know, meeting these leaders here is just been the. Oh, I learned. I learned. Honestly, <laughs> learned something every day. Uh, you know, working and that. That for me is um, segueing into the last point, which is lifelong learning. Yes. Um, you can learn just an infinite uh, number of things uh, here in public health and yeah. with the people through the people you meet. And um, I, I would say, really, just those those three things. Those okay. three things are my personal uh, passions and just what I would say to anybody considering maybe um, working for the health department here in the city of Detroit, working for your local health department uh, if you're in another county or maybe in another state, um, that's that's really been a blessing for me, all those, all those three things. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Gonzalo. I'm going to do a quick recap of that list, you know, for viewers just tuning in prior to our uh, commercial break here. Uh, Gonzalo, laid out, you know, some very key points for why uh, serving in the public health sector in Detroit is a good idea, right? Um, he mentioned engagement, being able to engage with the community, right? So being uh, connected locally to the individuals, the businesses, the organizations here in the fine city of Detroit. He also talked about collaboration, how great it is to be able to collaborate with an internal team that's very strong and talented, but also external partners. So that ecosystem that Metro Detroit has yes. here in the public health space. He mentioned our world-renowned, world-renowned health facilities and hospitals. So we are home to some of the greatest health institutions um, in the world, not just Absolutely the country, true. but the world. And then being a lifelong learner. Right. So we're doing a pitch to recruit talent, <laughs> whether it's talent that uh, is within our youth ranks or some of those professionals or even seasoned professionals who are thinking about a career change or even a change of residence. Come on down. Come on down to Wayne County, city of Detroit, and we can do some great things in the public health space. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Spring is a beautiful time in Detroit and Southeast Michigan. American Advantage Home Care brings that energy, joy, and vitality of the season right into your home, coupled with skilled home health care services. Our world-class team of clinicians can help you to thrive, maintain, and rebound in the comfort of your own home. Finding a home health care agency more compassionate and caring than American Advantage Home Care is a long Once again, thank you for joining us for season one, episode eight of the Home Healthcare Today show. It is the pleasure and honor of mine to have Dr. Gonzalo Gonzalez on our set today. 
as we discuss National Nurses Month. So uh, we had some great dialogue and interaction in our, our first segment. So thanks for coming back for the second one. Thank you. A few more questions for you, Gonzalo, since I have your time and attention. Um, we were talking uh, on our commercial break there about our various backgrounds and uh, how when you make that transition from academia to an extent and you're in that public space and you're doing some good work there, you love, you still love your research. And I view Gonzalo here as a public servant, you know, a clinical professional, as well as a scholar in view of the research that he has conducted. Gonzalo, how does that research how does it translate into practice? And ultimately, how does it have a community impact? If you could provide some examples great, of that. Great question, you know? yeah. And um, to be completely honest with you, when I was going through my doctoral work, I didn't really have a good answer for that because sure. I hadn't done it. Right. Um, you, right. you hear about it, you hear about your professors, your, yeah. you know, these clinicians um, doing these research studies, doing these evidence-based practices, putting it, but, if you've never really done it, then you don't yeah. know. So True. for True. me, uh, as I said earlier, my, f my focus, my research focus is uh, in pediatric uh, diabetes, type 1 diabetes to yeah. be specific. And specifically within that space, what, what my colleagues at the University of Michigan and our partner, um, large academic medical center here in Detroit, were working on was a transition of care model for, uh, for adolescents with type 1 diabetes and trying to successfully transition them into adult care. So um, I'm very, very pleased to say that that research, that project, that work, that team, it's, it's a team effort. Yes. I want to be very clear there. Sure. Um, we were able to implement a transition of care um, tool yes. within their health record, their electronic medical record, their EMR, where the clinicians are actually using that Good. in their daily practice to this day. Yes. And so... Um, and we've received a lot of uh, support and feedback, not just from the folks who are using it, the clinicians on the ground, yes. but most importantly, and I always go back to this, this is at the pinnacle, we all serve the patients. Absolutely. We all serve the patients and we all serve the families. And they've said that this tool is useful for them to track their progress um, and how comfortable they feel with making that transition from adolescent care into adulthood because there's a lot of skills that that yes. they need and this doesn't apply let me just be clear this model doesn't apply just to pe um, diabetes it can apply to any number of chronic diseases yes. uh, you know whether that's you know a heart disease or yes. um, you know anything you can think of and so for me really seeing as you it getting back to what you said the the the, the true joy of that project that that research mm -hmm. is getting the positive feedback from the patients and yes. the families. And that's what, that's what did it. Yes, and that's what, that's what we sift through and wade through as professionals, as, as researchers, as, as scholars in various fields. How do I go through you know, the testing, right? right? How do I go through theory and, and challenge it? How exactly. do I apply it and implement it into some type of tangible tool that improves the lives of others. Exactly. You know? And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. You hit the nail on the head. Yes, sir, Gonzalo. With that being said, since that tool helps um, not only um, the pediatric uh, 
uh, community that suffers from uh, type 1 diabetes, but it has some utility across the field and in other chronic diseases. We serve patients, you know, of uh, various ages who, who struggle, who struggle with a number of chronic diseases, Gonzalo. In view of that constituency, the homebound, right? The homebound in Metro Detroit that are sometimes disconnected or at times disadvantaged. Um, do you think home health care or home health care service could be a means to enhance or, in, or to extend the realm of public health to some of those disadvantaged and disconnected uh, folks? 100%. 100%. And um, I want to elaborate on this because uh, I think this is so important, is especially here in the city of Detroit, not just the city of Detroit, um, but elsewhere, communities can really benefit from what I call the home based model mm -hmm. and um, I'm very very proud to say that when I first started with the health department one of the the first program I, I actually worked with Dr. Moore was the childhood lead poisoning and prevention program yes. wonderful program at the health department Absolutely. and I got to give another shout out to sure. to um, the folks that are still doing that hard work um, they're a small team but they are some of the hardest working um, group of women that I know yes. and I, I just want to say that and so in this experience, I got to go to um, patients' homes yes. and see and see the home environment, see see the community environment, and I saw firsthand, Doctor Moore, yes, the benefit of meeting the patients and families where they're at, not where, where at, we're at, but where they're at. Yes, yes, sir. And so when when we did that, the amount of support and feedback that we got back from our 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 patients, yes, the the, the kids that we serve and their families was nothing but positive. Wonderful. They said that they absolutely loved the care that the Detroit Health Department was was providing them through the Childhood Lead Poisoning and Prevention Program. Mm -hmm. And they trusted us. We built such strong relationships with trusting relationships with those uh, with those patients and their families. Absolutely. And um, I'll say this, they trust us so much that that, you know, I'm backtracking, that they allowed us to come into their home, the See. most sacred the That's most right. sacred uh, environment, their yep. home, and to to help uh, give them education, uh, treatment information, do a uh, health assessments, uh, yes. checking in on diet, nutrition, yes. um, you know, assessing developmental milestones. So yes. that was just such an amazing. So back to your question, yep. I know that 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 this model can be so effectively used. If if done right, yes. and using it like kind of what the what we did here with the city of Detroit's health department, childhood lead poisoning prevention program, yes, meeting the patients and families where they're at is such a plus. Yes, it is such a plus. Absolutely, home is where the heart is, and I want to believe at some point home will be where healthcare is yes, sir. is best served to an extent. Absolutely, very good, Gonzalo. All right, over the last uh, eighteen months or so, you know. I have to say the acronym CDC might have, you know, ranked very high in Google, right, in terms of being one of the most searched for and searched after organizations. So speaking for the Center for Disease and uh, Control, are there any resources, any additional resources or uh, programs that you would recommend for viewers and listeners in Southeast Michigan? Or is there anything else you would like to add or discuss? Absolutely. Yes. So, um would love to would love to connect the audience here with uh, the resources that I use and that I give to my patients and community members, um, organizations throughout here the metro area. 
Um, number one, as Dr. Moore said, uh, for you want to, let me just take a step back. You really want to, a lot of people ask me, well, how do you differentiate between a good source of information and maybe a not so good source of information? <laughs> sure. And yes. so, um, Dr. Moore, as you know, you really want to, you know, so CDC is going to is gonna be your go-to at the national level because that they're bringing in what's called peer-reviewed by experts, by mm -hmm. medical and scientific experts. And so that information has been studied. It's been fact-checked. And so it's very, very highly accurate. So that's number one. That's what I use, and that's what I give to my patients and community members. Number two is check with your local health department. Yes. Check with the Detroit Health Department. We've got a wonderful website um, up there um, and a uh, number of great resources related to COVID-19, mm -hmm. um, a number of great resources to go get testing, go get uh, your vaccine, which everybody should do. Make sure you get the entire series. Keep you and your loved ones safe. Um, so I'd say that check in with your local health department. And number three is go to your, go to your primary care physician, go to your, uh, your, your provider. Uh, many of you may have a, a provider that you really trust. So go absolutely go to them, go to somebody, you know, um, and that you trust to get that, that, um, accurate medical and scientific information. And then the last thing I'd say is, is tune into, you know, shows <laughs> like, like Dr. Morris here and, uh, Cause he's, he's got a lot of, uh, you know, great people. And I, you know, I honestly was quite daunted. I told, I told them, uh, <laughs> before stepping on, cause he had a number of heavy hitters, uh, before me. So, um, so I you know, I would say, I would say definitely tune into, to, to his show as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Gonzalo. So do a recap there, folks. Uh, if you're looking for additional resources, uh, from, uh, CDC, definitely visit their website, uh, peer reviewed, uh, materials that have been um, vetted from researchers, scientists, scholars from all over the world to continue to advance, advance the knowledge as we know it. The City of Detroit Local Health Department and Wayne County Health Department seek information there. Your primary care physician, you know, call up your doctor. In the event that you're homebound and don't have a primary care physician, American Advantage Home Care can help you to find a visiting physician or primary care physician to take good care of you. And then thank you, Gonzalo. Sure. Tune into the Home Health Care Today show, our bi-weekly webcast and podcast where we cover a vast array of topics that are important to the health community of Metro Detroit. Gonzalo, happy National Nurses Month. It's been a pleasure having you it's on the show. It's been a pleasure and honor. Thank you so much and congrats again on your show. Thanks Wonderful. for having me. Thank you, Sarah.